Hello and welcome back to Prospectives, your weekly podcast where you get two professional real estate agents to talk to you about the market, both nationally, locally, and what you as an agent can do um, for yourself. This is Jessica Preventure here with Lair Realty Partners, and this is my co-host. Keith Valencourt, Lair Realty. So sorry you've been gone for a while. We spent last week at Tom Ferry's um, 20th Annual Success Summit, and we got tons of information and um, didn't have a chance to film. But we are back. We're heading into the school year, which means consistency, new schedules, um, and hopefully for you as well, it's a new start to your business. I always think of September as like the start of the year. Yeah, sure, school. Yeah, it always feels like a fresh start. Summer's summer's done. You're kind of sad. You feel like, you know, winter's coming. You're kind of trying to get everything um, buttoned up and all your your, um, house stuff done. And Mm -hmm. so I can get that for sure. Yeah. So speaking of that, what do we think Q4 is bringing for the national real estate market? That's a good question. That's a good question. Strategies to boost your business, I'm sure. <laughs> As always, right? Yes. Uh, today, we're t- uh, they gave us uh, an article that Fannie Mae has posted. Um, it, they posted their August t- 2023, the commentary on the recent economic data and its implications for the U.S. housing market. Yeah, and in reading this article, my big takeaway is... <laughs> They don't really know. Yeah, they give you all sides to everything. <laughs> and they say that this could happen, this could happen, or this could happen. I think what's interesting is what the Fed is trying to do to curb inflation is not that the things aren't responding quite the way they expected. And so because of that disconnect, it still leaves a lot of questions sure. in the marketplace, right? Because obviously inflation higher interest rates, all those things should have an impact on slowing the housing market, at least prices, and we're not really seeing that. And so it's like, okay, if, if if, if this X, Y, and Z is happening, we expect ABC to happen, and ABC is not happening, Right. What what do we th- what's going on? And I think it just goes to show how complicated, interconnected, and just like web like our current economic structures are. Um, and you know, real estate has forever been a good investment and one of the strongest investments. Right? They're not making more land. Um, there are only more people. Like <laughs> buying a car, where you assume Correct. you drive off the lot. You're- a hundred percent. So I think, you know, if the housing market is not responding quite the same way, even though, you know, rates have just hit the highest they've been in 20 years. Sure. Um, and affordability is certainly becoming a concern. Yeah, I think, um, I think that everybody's life events are different. So the way that the economy goes doesn't necessarily how, uh, affect how a person is going to you know, change the way they do things or adapt to the certain situations. And obviously we're in an unprecedented time as far as the housing market's concerned. So, you know, it's it's all the more reason to have those good agents out there that are, you know, on top of things and, and 
kind of helped. Well, and like you just mentioned, one of your clients who, you know, we talked a while ago, we talked about there's people are always going to move, right? Divorce, new babies, getting married, jobs, like all those life events. And we have clients that recently got divorced and we were expecting Mr. Client to purchase. And now he's deciding to rent. And it's like, would that be the decision we would make? Sure, maybe. maybe not. You know, um, why is that? Uh, what what in his life is making him make that choice? Like, we don't know. Meanwhile, we have other clients who have gotten divorced and Mr. Client has decided to refinance and stay in the house to keep the kids in one place. But, you know, that's a financial burden as rates go up that maybe he needs to reevaluate. Sure. So to your point, we can look at the big picture, but you also have to remember that these decisions are made on an individual level. And so reading the news and deciding I shouldn't buy, I should sell, I shouldn't, based off of the bigger picture is may or may not be what's in your individual best interest. And so speaking to a real estate agent is super important. Um, and and. It's like uh, it's like looking up uh, an illness on the internet, yes. right? You're going to get this broad scope of things when really you need something that's specifically for you, designed for 100%. you. What's going uh, to work in your life? Um, and yeah, those things change. So you know, you know, these are these are numbers are for the country. So um, we're we're here in New Hampshire. We can only you know do what's here. Yeah. And what's going on in your personal life. And, you know, certainly we don't think people should be purchasing that can't afford to purchase, but that's a really serious question, right? If it's going to cost you $2,400, $2,600 a month to purchase and you're gaining equity and it's going to cost you $2,200 a month to rent the same property, can you afford the 2600 or can you not right that might force you into renting do you want to afford it or do you not want to? yes and these are all those those specific things that unfortunately we can lead you to and then you can only you got to make that decision as we go but um all the more reason to have a good agent that's on top of things and um just know that it's it's very unpredictable everything should be based on what is, is good for the buyer or the seller. Yeah. And it's like the same thing we tell our teenagers, right? Make the best right decision based on the information you have today. And if the information changes, you shift your decision, right? Like there's nothing that you're locked into forever and ever. If you purchase and in two years you decide this, I don't want to own, then, you know, we'll help you get out of that situation. Remember, you can always refi. Correct. Correct. So let's talk specifically about Manchester. So Manchester's the biggest state, it, I mean, biggest state, big, biggest city in the state of New Hampshire, though mm -hmm. I don't know how long that's gonna last. Um, and so the market data for um, July 14th to August 14th said that the average sale price in Manchester was $441, $441,000. Now that's average, right, not median? Yes. That's the actual average. That's the actual average. And so that is a 3.89% increase over the previous year uh, month, which means prices here continue to go up. Um, there were 124 new listings, which is actually a decrease. Um, so that speaks to 5%, that. 5%, yeah. Yeah, over 5%. So that speaks to the um, inventory issue sure. we're having. Um, 
active listings were two, 239, a little bit of an increase, and there were 99 closed sales, which is almost an 11 percent decrease. And, and the reason for that decrease is because yeah. of the decrease in inventory. Sure. What else do we have? Uh, active listings. Um, we have currently, we have 58 uh, active listings, which is a, just no a days on market. Oh, I'm sorry. Active listings that have days on that uh, days on market are 58 days, um, which is a slight increase. You have yeah. um, the sold listings days on market, which is a, a big increase at 70 percent um, in the sale to list price, 105 percent is a slight decrease. Yeah. So I mean, all you need to take this information as a snapshot of the Manchester market. So. Like we said, Manchester is a city. It's not like Boston or anything. Please don't get us wrong, but it's one of the bigger cities in New Hampshire. Um, they have 13 elementary schools, something like that, three high, three or four high schools. So it's a big area. Um, and the fact that sale price list to sale is still 5%, 105%, that, that's crazy. That's a, and I mean, look at this difference. And this is what I've been seeing in our market. I don't know if you, I'm seeing like the tail of two markets, sure. like properties that are attractive, that are well-staged, that are well-located. Those are still flying off basically in a week, mm -hmm. right? And going over asking. <clears throat> Any listing that has latent defects. And what I mean by that is like, maybe you have a slanted ceiling that makes the rooms upstairs small. Maybe it's on a super busy road. Maybe it needs some updating or it has some issues. DLC. Yeah, those are sitting substantially yeah. longer and clearly they're not going over asking once they sell. So it's like a very separate, you don't know where you're going to land almost. Um, so that speaks to the buyers that are out there, I think. And I think it speaks to affordability. If you are maxing out your budget to purchase the home. You want it moving ready. You, you want it ready to go. If you're not, then you're just going to maybe hold back and wait because you've read somewhere that the rates are going to go mm -hmm. down or you think that that's going to be a better opportunity when um, you should be looking and looking and looking and when you find, when you find the right place, you're ready to go ahead and then buy that place, you know, whatever it may be. Yeah, I think people, you know, um, in 2022, it was like anything on the market would sell, regardless of condition, mm -hmm. it was crazy. And now I think we're seeing that when priced appropriately, things sell. Mm -hmm. But if you're doing aspirational selling, if you think I'm going to take crappy pictures and I'm not going to paint and I'm going to leave my trash and it's still going to sell. It's not. Right. And, and because people are maxing out their budget just to get into the property, there is no money left over for repairs, for updates. And so that property needs to be priced lower regardless of like, not regardless, but with, um, square footage and location and like, it needs to be priced in such a way that's going to make somebody overlook or accept those defects or leave them a little bit room in their budget sure. to purchase. So we are going to keep an eye on this. We're going to go over some of our other major um, areas in the upcoming weeks and, and keep you posted. And if you have questions about your home in Manchester or surrounding towns, or if you're looking to move there, 
know that we are very familiar. Both of us grew up there. Um, so it's kind of like our home turf. Neither of us live there now, funny enough, but <laughs> um, uh, so that's that. So I wanted to share some information from the Tom Ferry Summit for agents out there. And I greatly appreciated this information at the summit and this kind of shift, right? So typically real estate coaches, mentors, it's all about making more money, right? Like do an extra sale and you can cover the cost of that money, money, money. And a lot of what was spoken about at summit this year was financial stability and, and making real wealth. Right. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to work. I, I think I'm going to work forever, but you know, I don't want to work until I'm 70 and then stop working and have nothing to show for it. I want to be taking, you know, the point of working. Yes, I love it, but it's also to increase my overall financial wealth and health and flexibility. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, one thing to think about is when you get that commission check to be saving Absolutely. some of that, you know, don't go out and, and pay willy nilly and our business goes like this. Um, it's important to be setting aside funds for your operations budget. It's important to be um, saving and investing. Yeah. Set guidelines, set guidelines about what every, what every paycheck that you're, or every commission check that you get is going to go to. And then that way you have a plan and you're actually going to set yourself goals for throughout the year. If you're meeting up with your quotas and, and your goals that you're achieving. A hundred percent. And you, you know, our business, especially up here in the North Northeast, because of the weather, our, market really does go like this. Q1 is typically very slow in general. So, you know, making sure that you put money in savings that when you have an incredible July, August, September, that you're putting money aside to get you through those leaner months, not just to pay your business bills, but to pay yourself sure. and, you know, to live on less. They're and yeah. Um, and I know early in my career, I was a little bit like, I joke about like throwing spaghetti at the wall. Like I would try anything, you know, and okay, I'll pay for that. I'm going to try this. And um, just being more intentional about that and really being aware of what works for you. Where's your business coming from? What's your ROI, et cetera. And to all of that, I would suggest that you really consider coaching with either a real estate coach that's a specialist in real estate um for agents, mm -hmm. or even just getting yourself a financial coach. They're, they're really affordable, uh, you know, and can really hope, help just like a football coach, you know, hold you accountable to your goals. And are you doing the things that you should be doing? Because the truth is we're not learning this in school, or we right. definitely didn't we learn it in school. Yet. Maybe they are now. I don't think so. Is your teen learning it in school? He's learning something pretty good because he's doing, he's doing all right. Oh, <laughs> I wish I could say the same. Um, but, uh, you know, if you are looking for suggestions, you know, we're coached through Tom Ferry International, which is a great company, but there's hundreds of other coaches out there. If, uh, and if you need recommendations for a financial coach, we're happy to recommend, Absolutely. um, some of those as well, but be smart and, uh, think about your money as an investment, not just something that comes in and out easily. Yeah. And I know that, you know, you, you ultimately you have to pay to have like a coach or something, but ultimately they will save you money. I, yes. I promise you they will save you money. They are, 
um, it is a no-brainer if you're if you're having trouble or just getting into it. It's, it's very much worth it. I agree. Well, we are so excited to have had you guys here today, and we will see you again next week. Um, Keith's going on a little vacation. But I'll be back next week ready to go. And we can't wait to see you then. Please don't hesitate to, no, please do like and follow us, and don't hesitate to reach out with any of your questions. We can't wait to hear from you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.